Hello, I'm Eric Nance, and you are listening to episode 30 of the R Weekly Highlights podcast. Today we are covering the highlights for issue 2021-W10, released on March 8, 2021. This week's issue was curated by Kelly Bodwin, one of our newest members to join the R Weekly team. Thank you, Kelly, for assembling a fantastic issue release, and of course, thanks to the rest of the R Weekly team members and contributors. In a typical data science project workflow, such as a canonical example illustrated in R for Data Science, the communication of analysis results might be the last part of the process, but it is certainly not the least important. At a minimum, a statistician or data scientist will create static or tabular summaries, graphs, or other interpretations of the results to share with key stakeholders or others on the team. While a lot can be accomplished by applying best practices, you can only accomplish so much of a single static output and will often lead to creating multiple versions linking different pieces of the results together. In the R ecosystem, a trifecta of frameworks has unlocked a treasure trove of dynamic and interactive outputs, which often play a small or large role in many of the highlights featured in this podcast. In late 2012, Shiny changed the interactivity game in R by creating powerful web applications with straight R code. Shortly thereafter, in 2014, Ramnath Vidyaranthan released the HTML widgets package to CRAN that quickly became a top platform for wrapping novel JavaScript utilities into R packages. In that same year, the R Markdown package unleashed the ability to author literate programming combining Markdown syntax with R code. Blending combinations of these platforms can transform a traditional static set of results into a dynamic, interactive product to bring efficiency across the board, which brings us to our first highlight for today. The aforementioned Shiny package brings immense possibilities to amazing interactive web-based products, but a Shiny application must be hosted on a server running Shiny server or close equivalents. Bruno Rodriguez, statistician at the Ministry of Higher Education and Research in Luxembourg, offers an alternative approach to achieve a very similar effect as a full-scale Shiny application, but with the innovative combinations of Flex Dashboard for an R Markdown Power Dashboard and multiple HTML widgets linked together with the Crosstalk package. Without Shiny in the picture, one can share the dashboard on any typical web server or even send a self-contained HTML file directly to a client as a simple email attachment, as this can be directly opened within a modern web browser locally. Bruno's post illustrates a powerful mix of widgets to visualize and summarize COVID-19 cases and deaths in European regions, and thanks to the power of modern web browsers and JavaScript, everything runs inside the user's browser with no handoffs necessary to other server software. Certainly, there are limitations to be aware of with this paradigm, as you cannot perform any new computations as there is no R process running in the background. 
but one can think of a self-contained HTML dashboard produced by the, these frameworks as a visually robust alternative to what some may consider infamous spreadsheets. With a little ingenuity, Bruno's post shows us the very tangible path forward to mixing an interactive product without needing the entire oven to bake it. The advent of tidy evaluation, with, which brings metaprogramming and a unique type of non-standard evaluation to the Tidyverse family of packages, thanks to the Arlang package, brings forward many concepts that can be slightly overwhelming at first glance. It hasn't been the smoothest of rides to implement and by proxy educate the R community on tidy evaluation principles, but we are seeing a maturing set of resources and tutorials cater to multiple skill sets wanting to learn and develop expertise in this framework. At the first ever government and public sector R conference held virtually back in December, former R Studio intern and PhD student Daniel Chen presented his novel take on learning tidy evaluation by sharing his process of creating custom versions of key functions from the dplyr package. Peng Chen, statistician in the life sciences industry, wrote a summary of Daniel's approach on his blog for our second highlight today. Peng builds up a few customized versions of the aforementioned select function, starting with an attempt to simply match the supply column name from the available columns in the data set all the way to using the built-in functions from Arlang to capture a supplied expression and evaluate it on the appropriate data frames environment. Throughout the post, Pong applies simple test cases to fully illustrate the gap seen in the early attempts. Sometimes the best way to learn a new or perhaps difficult concept is to try your hand at creating your own unique solution and anything that can ease the journey into the tidy evaluation wilderness is worth a try. We continue on the thread of novel developments in the tidy ecosystem for our last highlight today. It wasn't long after statistician Max Kuhn made the leap from the life sciences industry to our studio that the tidy models family of packages began to take shape combining robust statistical modeling with tidyverse principles. One can think of tidy models as the natural reimagination of Max's highly regarded carrot package, and the growth of functionality in this family of packages seems to be growing exponentially. Julia Silgi, who joined the tidy models team at our studio last year, has gone to tremendous lengths to illustrate these capabilities using real-world data sets, often from the popular Tidy Tuesday initiative in both written and video form. Our third highlight today is Julia's fun tutorial on deriving bootstrap confidence intervals using Super Bowl commercial data from this century's big games. With slightly less than 250 data points and multiple factors, a standard linear model fit could be susceptible to not properly capturing variation in key estimates such as confidence intervals. That's where techniques like the versatile bootstrap 
give us a data-driven way to estimate quantities like variability without distribution assumptions. Julia shows how a new function called reg and intervals in the R sample package provides a friendly and intuitive wrapper to deriving bootstrap confidence intervals for many built-in R model functions such as LM without having to set up the multiple steps needed to generate the bootstrap samples and perform the model fit on each sample yourself. One novel concept that plays a huge role in tidy models is the idea of list columns in a data frame and related to that, the efficient storage of the bootstrap samples. I'm personally amazed at how efficient the tidy models pipelines are for both coding up a solution as well as storing and retrieving pieces of the pipeline. Julia's analysis shows evidence that over time, we are seeing commercials incorporate more celebrities and patriotic themes, and she illustrates this with efficient visualizations showing the intervals themselves as well as the distribution of the different samples themselves thanks to those replicates that are saved in the aforementioned list columns of the data frame. As someone who also produces video content in the R community, I know firsthand that creating what seems like a simple tutorial can take immense effort and time. So having Julia screencasts on tidy models released regularly is a great service to our community. And those are your R Weekly highlights for today. The issue for this week has a wide variety of excellent resources and tutorials to showcase novel uses of R in the world, such as a great talk on teaching statistics and data science with R Markdown, a new package to give new polish to maps, a brand new section on data generative art, all powered by R, and much more. Again, I want to congratulate Kelly on a fantastic first issue curation. And if you want to join the R Weekly team, you can find all of the information linked on each issue at rweekly.org. I'm thrilled to have made it to 30 episodes of this podcast. A huge thank you to all of you listening from around the world. It means a lot to our team, and we greatly appreciate your support. Have a great week. And we will be back with another batch of our weekly highlights next week.